talking about what faith is, is now faith is subject to things hoped for, for the evidence of things not seen. Now, what's one thing that we have to have is faith, right? Amen. Okay, well, I'm going to go through. I'm going to be doing a lot of scriptures. You can, I'm just going to read it. You can write it down, but you're going to be able to write down what I'm doing. I'm doing a lot of them. But show you that you have to have faith. You have to have faith if you're going to do anything. First of all, you had to have a little faith and you got saved, didn't you? But didn't God give everybody some faith? Everybody's got faith. Lost people's got faith. Because did they wouldn't they'd stay in the house. They'd be afraid to get out of the house. If they have a little faith, they might have faith in Jesus. Uh, but they've got faith. God gave everybody a measure of faith. And for that reason, so they could live. And also, they can trust in the Lord if they do hear the word or doing a conviction, get saved. And we'll cover that a little bit on the end. But what I'm, what I'm looking at, I got some. Now I remember when I was pastoring the church. I'm going to be in. I'm going to read a little bit here in Luke, just a minute, or Mark. I was pastoring the church, uh, and I was going out. And, uh, they was going out, and I, was, you know, how they do. You was going to back to like Brother Ricky does. And it's when that older lady comes to me, and she was a pistol. She said, and "I preached on faith, and uh, you know, we need to increase your faith." And she said, "We got all the faith we'll get." I said, "Well." good <laughs> that's all you want that's all you'll get and of course and, and she's and she's read the bible a lot i don't know how she got that and i think she just didn't like me maybe that's what it was but uh, of course i was pastoring for a long time had good service church to grow but she just didn't she i think she caused a lot of people tr had those problems but i'm gonna be reading here in and here in mark ninth chapter and i'm just going to read it and go to one place but it says this is talking about the deaf and dumb spirits cast out it says when his disciples and when his when he came to his disciples, he saw a great multitude about them, and scribes questioned with them. And straightway all the people, when they beheld him, were very greatly amazed, and running to him, saluted him. And he asked the scribes, What question you with them? And one of the multitudes answered, Master, I have brought unto thee my son, which hath a dumb spirit. And wheresoever he taketh, he tear him, and he foams, he gnashes with his teeth, and pine away. And I spake to thy disciples, that they should cast him out, and they could not. And he answered, said unto him, O faithless generation, how long shall I be with you? How long shall I suffer you? Bring him unto me. And they brought him unto him, and when he saw him, straightway the spirit tarred him, and he fit on the ground, and wallowed and foaming. And he asked his father, Jesus asked his father, how long is go since he came into him? He said, of a child. In other words, he got this devil has been in him for a long time. He said, Alpha time to catch them in the fire and into the waters to destroy him. But if thou can do anything, have compassion on us and help us. Jesus said unto him, If thou canst believe, all things are possible unto him that believeth. This is what the man said. And straight away the father of the child cried out and said unto him with tears, Lord, I believe, help thou my unbelief. Help thou my unbelief. So see, we need to ask God to help us in faith. Things we don't believe, that's what his father, he said, help me to believe that you can be cast out. Of course, the Bible, you, you, you go on, you read it, and of course, he did cast him out. There's no doubt about that. And the disciples couldn't understand why that uh, they couldn't cast him out. And Jesus said this, he said, did this kind come forth of nothing but prayer and fasting? Now, in Jude, 21st of Jude, of course, they got one chapter of Jude, uh, the Bible says this, it says, uh, be be ye beloved, building up yourself on your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Ghost. In other words, praying, building up your what? Faith. 
Because so you can increase your faith. You have to increase your faith. Don't you going to stay as a, that's the problem. We've got a lot of people that got saved. And, you know, it don't take a lot of faith to get saved. You've got to trust in Jesus with all your heart. And then after that, and I'm, this, this message is not, it's not really for, it's not for a lost person. I'm bringing this a little bit later. It's for Christians. Everything I'm talking about now is for Christians that we need to build up our faith. And I'm going to show you how you can do it, what the Bible says you can do. And I go another place, too, in, in Mark, also Mark, I believe, 17th chapter, 17.5. It says about the same. I just want to show you what it says about, as far as bringing it up. It said in 17.5, And the apostles said unto the Lord, Increase our faith. In other words, the apostles, the disciples said, Increase our faith. In other words, they want their faith increased. So does everyone know that your faith can be increased, right? Does anyone here think that you can't be? Because the Bible says it can be. The, the apostles asked for it the following. I could, go, I could go all over the New Testament or where else, Old Testament too, but I don't have time to do that. And, um, but the, but they, want you, they want it to be. He, he said if you had faith as a mustard seed, you could say that sycamore cast out and people put it in the seed. A mustard seed is pretty small, isn't it? Amen. Now, if a man had that much faith, just think what he could do. So what, what's that saying to us? I mean, what is that saying? Um, if you could say, thou tree, what does it say this? Dogwood tree out here. If you had enough faith to say tree, you get up and go over yonder. You would have to go, wouldn't it? If you had to faith. That's what Jesus is saying here. If you had that much faith, that's a lot. Of, that's a very small amount of faith. But what does the mustard seed do when you plant it? Big, don't it? Really comes out. So what I think what what he's saying is the more that you do, more that you believe, more that you work your faith, the more it's going to increase. But you got to work it. You got to go with it. But the Bible says, it, it says also to this, it says, so then faith comes by hearing, hearing by the word of God, because that's in Romans 10 17. We all know if you want faith, you've got to hear the word of God. You've got to read the word of God. You've got to believe on it, and you've got, you've got to keep it in you. You can believe, okay, a lot of people believe in, I, I, I said I wasn't going to preach. A lot of people, uh, you know, they, they got a lot of faith in a lot of things. they got a lot of faith in the, going fishing. I think Brother Eddie, Ricky said he had a, little thing he'd catch bass or crappie with that he makes. Rick had enough faith to try it, and boy, he caught a bunch of crappie. And he got faith, and what he made, it was good. You know, you'd have faith in a lot of things, but what you, but what he wants to do here, we got to have faith in the right thing. That's good heaven in that. But the only way he can do it, he tried it. The only way you have faith, you have your faith increase, you got to try your faith out. In other words, you got, you got to do some, a lot of people don't like to hear, you got to work a little bit. You know, some people, and that's what I was going to read, that's what my message is going to be, most of it really is talking about is, is the work. Because faith, if you're going to have faith, you're going to have to do, do something about it. You're going to have to work, no doubt about it. And it says also right here in James, it says this. I, well, it says in Hebrews, uh, yeah, James. I like this. I really like this. It says, now even faith, even so faith, if you have not worked, it is dead been alone. Right? So if you got faith in no works, and we'll get into that a little bit later on, something is something is really, really wrong. Then it says also in James, it says, if any man you like wisdom, let him ask God that given to all men, literally upbraid it not, and it shall be given you. But, next verse, but let him ask in faith, nothing wavering. You know, a lot of times we ask, we pray, we believe, but we ain't got the faith that, you know, we, we too many things we waver with, so well, maybe it will, maybe it won't. If the word of God says it, it'll happen. If it's God's will, God will never lie. If He tells you something, it's going to happen. It's going. To, it has so far. All through the Scripture, everything God said He's going to do, He's done so far, and it's not over. He's going to do a lot more. 
Well, we can do it in our life too. You know, the brothers talking about when he was going for last Saturday when we go around and knock on doors and ask people and all that. Well, we got to have faith and believe that when we go out, it's going to do some good. If we don't believe it's going to do any good, you know, we might as well stay at home. If you ain't got confidence in yourself, that you know, if you ain't got confidence in yourself, uh, another where you've word, uh, read the word of God, where you've trusted in Jesus, where you know that God can. You can't, you can't hardly go out and, and witness nobody, can you, if you ain't got faith yourself? You've got to believe. You, you truly got to believe. And the Bible says, you know, it's what faith is impossible to please God. God wants you. You can't please me without the faith. That's what it says in the Hebrews. You've got to have faith to please him. Do y'all have that kind of faith? Do you think... Faith, remember, faith is, is what, what, what's the definition of faith? It's the sub-things hoped for, but the evidence of things not seen. Not seen. If you can say it, you don't need faith. I mean, uh, you, you just don't. If you can see God right now, I've never seen God. I've never known nobody seen God according to scriptures. Maybe Moses seen the hunter's part. I've never seen him, but I know he's just as real than I am here or than you are. I know that because I read this word. I read this word here. And, you know, the, and the more that we read, the more we come to Sunday school, the more we learn about it. See, to have faith in something, you've got to be around something, right? And the more that you're around it, and more that, the more that you've been taught to you, the more that you're going to believe, the more you're going to have faith in it. And that's, that's the reason why, you know, the Bible, and the Bible teaches us to forsake ourselves, not to stem ourselves together as much as many are, because the reason why that God wants us to come together so we can learn. Who are we learning about? We're learning about Jesus. And we learn about Jesus, that's instilling faith in us. That's, that's building your faith. That's increasing your knowledge of faith. And we've got to have that if we're ever going to lead anybody to Christ. We've got to have that if we're ever going to have a church to grow. Because, see, I, I guarantee you this. If people come in and the, and the church is sitting there and you're dead at 4 o'clock, the reason why you're dead at 4 o'clock, you don't believe that God can do what he said he would do. Even on every, any time God shows up, he does something, don't he? Well, the Bible says we're two or three together together. Is he in the midst? I've never read in a scripture except when he's by self praying that when he, when he was there, something always happened, didn't he? It, he's always at the worst. And sometimes we have a still service here on Sunday. He's probably still working in a lot of hard sin. And the reason why he's working in hearts, we don't see it. God can see some things we can't see, but the evidence comes up later. But we've got to have enough faith to come and put forth the effort for everybody to come and for everybody to be here and for everybody to be prayed up. And it also says praying the most holy God works. You've got to pray. The more that you pray, the more faith you're going to have, right? I mean, who, what are you praying about? You're praying to who? Jesus. The more that Jesus gets into your life, the more that you read about it, the more that you study about it, the more that you do about it, the more it's going to be. The Bible says also in Philippians 2.12, we don't we get this straight. This where he says, work out your salvation in what? Fear and trembling. Work out your salvation. Now, it's not talking. This is talking to Christian people. Because a lot of people don't got no works to their salvation. In other words, you need to work it out and fear. And what it's, it's some work to, if you really want your faith to increase. Some people, what got you got to work after it. You work at it before you come to church. You work at it when you're in church. When people teaching Sunday school, leading, singing, or whatever, you know, just coming. You know, you don't even have to be on the platform. You can just be. You know, you just coming, showing up. That's your work. 
How many, how many's tired tonight? Raise your hand. I might preach just a little bit. How many, how many's really wore out tonight? I know you are. But you know the reason why you come tonight? It's because it's a work involved. It's something that you come because it's a thing that Jesus said do is we need to come. And when you come, the more that you come, get around Christian people, the more that you're going to build your faith up. And then if, whoo, and then if somebody wants to come to the altar, let me tell you something. I've seen people come to the altar, you know, to pray. But when somebody, when I come up here, about was lost, my kids come, I want people to come up here that I've seen in church, that I believe they got enough faith in Jesus, that they might be able to come up and pray with them and know them. See, that's the third reason why you got to have faith and you got to increase it. And the more that you work it, the more you're going to increase it. I just like what a weightlifter that's lifting weights. If you don't, of course, I ain't done it in a long time. You tell them, look at my arms. So you can really feel them. You can really tell them. You know, I get, they've got pretty flabby and soft. Of course, I'm getting a little older now, and it would probably stay that way. But I could still build them up a little bit if I lift those weights. I ain't going to, but I could. I don't need to lift weights. Well, I, I, now, I do want to have more faith in lifting the weight in the Word of God. The more that you work it, the more that you do it. You've got to have it. You've got to have James says, he said, I won't put it my way. He said, like he said, I think I done told you, faith without works is dead. But he said, also, he said, I'll show you my faith by my works. I said, you go back there and look. He said, look behind me. Look what I've done. I don't have to just look. See, I can tell somebody I've got all kinds of faith, but I want to see what, it, what, what it's accomplished. You know, if I got faith in a mechanic, somebody works on my vehicle, and it's got several of them that I do have. When I take it, I got when I take it, and they fix it, and you know, they don't charge a lot of money. Some of them don't. I know who the, who that is too. But if they take it and fix it, you know, I got faith that they'll accomplish what I brought it in there to do. And see, that's the way of us. When we have that faith, we want it's going to have the works in it, and we've got to work it out in fear and trembling. And what that means there is sometimes, what, what the Bible says the fear of the Lord is? Getting the wisdom. That's exactly right. In other words, I don't mean that you should be afraid of the Lord. I mean you should reverence the Lord. Amen. I mean you should reverence and love him. And, and, and don't get me wrong. A God can come in. He can put his hand upon you. And he, he can bring you down or not. Too. He asked me. But that's really what it means is, is to reverence him and show him that what are we left here for anyway after we got saved? It's to see people, tell them about Jesus, right? That's the only reason he left us behind. He wouldn't left behind to, to uh, unless you got kids, maybe raise your kids, and let, well, that's to lead them to the Lord. But he left us behind for one reason, so we could be a witness. And the Bible, and it teaches us too, said, how can you be, and it says like this, you know, if we do the works, how are you going to do it? Well, the Bible, Jesus says, over in John, he says, when I leave, it's expedient that I leave, but when I leave, it's going to be someone coming after me, which is a comforter, which is the Holy Ghost, and he's coming, he's going to help us do it. So really, it's not us, but I've got faith in the Holy Spirit, is when I do read, when I do see, and when, it, when he showed me all these scriptures, I could wrote down, I, I ain't going to talk about half of them, but I do know this, when he does that, I know it's, I know it's going to do some good. When I preach, when I teach, I know it's going to do some good, not because of me, but because it's the Word of God, and it is true. Y'all believe that? How many really believe that you really believe that you could go out and you went to a lost person and you start winning? How many believe that you, that he, they will get saved? But if you don't get saved, what happens? Right. But what you've done, you sowed a seed. 
I can believe every time that you witness to a person, they might not get saved then. I'll be honest with you, 90% of them don't. But 95% of them, when you plant that seed, they did make it makes them think. And then that's really why you just don't go one time. I mean, somebody else come around and water a little bit. And water a little bit. And then Jesus, he comes in, he puts the increase. But it's finally going to get them in such trouble in uh, place that they'll kneel down and they'll bow down. And they don't, they don't need a, a works to get saved. All they need is trusting in Jesus. As, when you leave the message, when you go witness, as the brother called, if you were here last Saturday, you'll know to him, he tell you, I'll tell you everything you need to do for someone to, to get saved. But you don't do no good if you don't believe that it's going to do any good. You know, a lot of people come to church, and this is the wrong thing. I've told them before I was pastor, and I'm sure Brother Ricky here, if you just come just, uh, just to be seen, I, I just, you need to go somewhere else. You might as well go up at Walmart and talk to people out there. But when you come here, you should be worshiping God, and we should, we should come to learn something. It might not be just a little. Maybe you've heard all this before, but sometimes it helps if you hear it again. I've heard Ricky preach so many sermons twice. Boy, every time I hear it, it makes me... Builds me up a little bit more. See, more that I hear, it sort of builds me up. And then, and the reason why I don't, Ephesians chapter 6, it says, and oh, I mean, let me turn to it. We'll just read it all here for a minute. Y'all know, y'all know what Ephesians chapter 6 is, don't you? You know what I'm going to be talking about, I'm sure. Whole armor of God, that's right. This, but I want, I'm going to read it to you, and I'll get to one point there. He says, Finally, my brother, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that you might be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of the world, against spiritual weakness in high places. It says, Wherefore, take unto you the whole armor of God, that you might be able to stand within the evil day and have done all to stand. Stand therefore having your loins girt about with truth. What is the truth? The word of God. Everything we're going to be talking about here in this, in this armor is, is the word. It says, and having on the breastplate of righteousness, that's being right standing with God. In other words, you know, how can you go and witness somebody? How can your neighbor see you if you're all are cussing and fussing and baiting and drinking and doing everything else? But then on Sunday and Wednesday night, so you go to church and Sunday night you go to church. But, but during the week they say you do, you're not too good at right standing, are you? In other words, you, you, all you're doing, you're, you're more making a mockery of it. And see, God knows that you're not building up your faith. What you're doing, you're hurting someone else. If, so, if it was to be a Christian or a backslider, you're just tearing. You're saying they're all right. As long as if you're going to church, he'd do like that. It's okay if I stay at home. And I've, I've seen a lot of it. And I'm sure y'all have too. But it's wrong. It says, have your feet shot with the preparation of the gospel of peace. You know what that is? Man, we should always have the preparation of the gospel. Give peace. I mean, don't, don't the word of God bring peace to people when you tell them? I mean, that's the only peace there is is Jesus. Then it says this, and this is the one I'm about. It says this next verse. It says, above all, above all, taking the shield of faith. Above all, well, where do you get the faith from? You get it from the word of God. So if you go out, and you ain't been read up, you ain't been prayed up, if you never tried it, what's going to happen when you go out and it says where you'll be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked? What's going to happen when you go out and I guarantee you right now they're going to put them to you? You, you, think, you think the devil's going to let you go out and, and be on fire for Jesus? And you might be on fire, and you need to be on fire, 
But, but when you can be on fire, you also got some faith. The Bible says we walk by faith. And what that means, you got to know what you're walking in. You got you know, you to know the Word of God. You got to know Jesus. You got to be around it. You know, there's some people who have been in church for 25 years. Back when I used to pastor, I don't think you are here. So just you have too much Sunday school and you do good. I've heard him preach too much. And I know him. But they don't know nothing about the Bible. I mean nothing. And their church is dying and they're dying. Oh, they might be saved, but they have no faith. All they done is got saved, and that's all they think that's good enough. But see, that's not that's not what what it's for. We get saved, have and start building our faith up by our works, and we do got to work it. And the more we work it, the more faith we get. And you never know, we lop tell that tree up there to go over there and might go over. It could happen. I ain't gonna say it can't. I could, and you know, I'm not gonna do it because I don't need that tree over. All I want to see lost people saved. I want to see you see the church saved. When I mean by the church being saved, I mean we all come together in one mind. How can you have faith when you've got something going on in your life that you shouldn't have? I'm talking about in Jesus. Because see, the Bible teaches all through the scriptures too. If you read the scriptures, I mean, we can have things and be in right standing, have our heart right, so we can go out and do all this work that he wants us to do. It just, uh, we've got to have it. Don't y'all think so? Well, do you want it? You know, I've often wondered, you know, of course, here, of course, not the Wednesday. Now, I know we've got a lot out on spring break, and that's something everybody needs to take a vacation time or two. You know, we can't afford to, but you know, we take one every once in a while. And I think you need to. There's nothing wrong with that. Of course, you know, when you go on vacation, you can always still worship and praise God on that, too. Uh, my next. Go ahead and read. That's what I was going to do next. <laughs> now go ahead, read it. Right. And if we stay a babe, what happens if we stay a babe? What it talks about in Corinthians? Milk. That's what I found in Corinthians talking about milk. We're still on the milk. You know, if, if the baby, you start out drinking, you got to have the milk. But then it got to start. You got to feed them something a little bit more than that, don't you? What happens if they don't? Don't they get anemic? I think yeah, don't grow that. I mean, they just want her to make it. You got to have other things. That's the same way for Christian. They got to have something besides the milk. They get to get to the meat of the word. Listen, go to church, be around Christian people, fellowship around Christian people, and work your faith. And that's how, and that's how that your faith increases is by the works of it. That's what James says. I tell you. He said, I'm going to show you, just look back here. I think Paul could do that too, don't you? talking about young Christians, I tell you, you know who gets offended more than young Christians? It's old Christians. The people who've been church for 30 years don't know about the Word of God, and, you, and, you, and that's who gets offended more than young. What I had a problem with, once they come and listen, but they don't ever do nothing. 
And that's good. And the Bible, the Bible says not only to be a hearer of the word, but be a what a doer of the word. That's what James says. The word do what it says. And I've had some that, like I say, they come and come and don't know nothing. But then when you bring something out, well, it says, that, well, you need to do this, you need to do that. Boy, it depends on them. They don't like it because, because they don't, don't like to work. And this generation now, a lot of them don't like to work. I mean, it, it, going to church is work, isn't it? Y'all said you was all wore out, but y'all here, aren't you? You know why? Because there's work involved into it. That's like on any other time, like when you go out and witness somebody or whatever you might be doing, it's work involved into it. Anytime that you work for Jesus, and there's a work in the gym, the Bible says we need to work now because there's going to come a night when no man can work. We need to do it right now while we've got time to do it because there's going to come a time that we can't work. Then it's going to be too late then. That's pretty why we need to put it. You know, sometimes back in, Brother Rick, he'd done better than I could when he started this church and he's working that third shift at Donnelly's. That's a killer. I've worked it before. And didn't come do all he does. I don't see how he'd done it. The only way he could have done it because Jesus was with him. Right. He had enough faith. He believed in him. He gave him the power. To see, when, see when, you get enough, when you've got enough faith and believe in what the Word of God says, then you get, and then when it happens, he'll give you power to do things that you normally can't do. Right. See, you can't see. That's where faith is. It's a substance things hope for. I'm sure he's hoping his church would grow. And the evidence says, I don't know how it's done if it's here. That's God. That's God doing it. That's the, way, that's the way we are. That's what God wants us to do. I, I don't know how I, how I got here tonight, but I'm here. I'm wore out and I'm tired. But I'm here. I'm evident. The Lord wants to come back tonight. I'm glad I'm sitting in here tonight, aren't y'all? Instead of watching gun smokers, I don't think it comes on tonight or what comes on. But, and don't get me wrong, I've been guilty of doing that. It's been a while, but I have been guilty. Also, it says in this here, it says, and take the hammer of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, See, all this armor is just the word of God. It's what it is. The sword of the Spirit and watching there until of all perseverance, perseverance and supplication for all saints. In other words, we're supposed to be watching. I dream when we come to church, we watch one another, don't we? And to do that, you're building your faith up. I mean, I, I loved, I, I love to do that. I mean, I don't know. It's a, of course, it, 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 it's just a good thing. I'm telling you, it is. It's really a good thing. You go to Ephesians second chapter. Of course, this is go back to the Ephesians again, where he was. We'll go a bit further in second chapter. Now, this is the part here that I don't want everybody. Of course, I don't, I don't want this online. I've told you it might be in case it was somebody online that's lost. You don't work for your salvation. The Bible says in Ephesians, this second chapter, eight verses: For by grace are you saved through faith. It says not of works. Well, that of yourself is the gift of God. Not of works, lest any man should boast. So it's not of yourself. It's not of works. It's all a gift from God. And the reason say we can't boast about it. When we get saved, we can't boast that I've done it or we done it. We've got to give it to Jesus because he's the one who does it. It's all by the grace of God that he loved us enough that, that he done that. He says, we are his workmanship created in the Christ Jesus and the good work which God has been before ordained that we should walk in then. In other words, there's no works at all in getting saved. So when we, faithful people that's been saved, when we do, and it's just very simple to, to lead them to the Lord, because we, we ain't got, all we got to do is tell them it's just a few scriptures, not this, but a, a several more of them. It's pretty simple, ain't it? The Bible says in Romans, you know, that thou shalt confess with the mouth, and what? 
would believe in what? In all their heart. What else? Now, he, now he's bred his Bible somewhere around him. What else to say after that? What's the next verse? No, this okay. Well, that's, that's in there too. But we'll, you skipped one. This is for the heart man believing the righteous and the mouth confess made the salvation. And then this level first, it says this. So the scripture says, "Whosoever believes in him shall not be ashamed." You know, when you do find Jesus, and what I mean by find him, when you repent of your sins and you come to your heart and you know it, man shouldn't be ashamed of it. He should just tell the world. And see, see, every time that you tell someone about your experience or that you've been saved, what are you doing? You're building your faith up. Every time that you witness, every time that you talk about the Lord, every time you're building your faith up. The more that you talk about Jesus, the more you talk about the Word of God, you're building it up. You're building your faith up. Not His and Jesus, at least, building your faith up because, you, because you're talking about the one that gave it to you, the faith. And then when that happens... What would happen if all of us come together in one accord, it's like in one accord, one mind, have enough faith that, Lord, we want this revival to break out in this church? I know Brother Ricky would love it. I know you would too. If we got to really believe that, do you think it would happen? Diggly yeah. seek him. Okay, I think so too. But remember, what does faith consider to take? To have a great revival work so it ain't just coming to church every night it's working before you go to church pray before you go to church go out and tell people about it I and mean, there's work there's always work involved in church and in revival revival just don't happen because the preachers don't have revival it happens because the preachers prayed about it for a long time maybe the people around us prayed about it for a long time then after you pray about it then someone's had to go out here and, and to your neighborhood your friends or whoever and say let's come let me tell you about we're having revival you really need to come I'm mean, hit I don't know what he's going to do anything can happen I mean, that's what I tell me. You don't know what's going to happen, do you? I mean, I've been service. I've been services here. Things happen. Ooh, I mean, with something else. Even lost people couldn't even comprehend it. But you know, you, that's work when you go out and tell. That's, there is work to it. it that, that's the work. That's the part you got to put your uh, prayers on in your legs, or you go out and you tell people about it. That's what. That's what writes the revival. We went to the Pensacola revival back in the Browns revival. Had down our several several years ago. We went a couple of nights, didn't we? We went in Florida and we went to it. And I've never seen nothing like it. But the way that revival started, yes, the church is real. I mean, it's just about gone. It's the Church of God church, what it was. And but it was a, uh, it wasn't doing good. I mean, it's a big church, but it just wasn't doing good. And not, and they said the members got together and they started praying for revival. And they prayed and they prayed for uh, for a long time, a year or two. And all of a sudden, it just broke out. Not a little preacher to preach. I don't know where he went from. I don't know where he was. You know how he preached? He was like Brother Ricky, preached his saying. Probably not as good as Brother Ricky, but he could preach. I mean, he just preached his saying. But when we went, somebody had been doing a lot of work after they prayed. So when we went, we had to stand in line for three hours just to get into the church. They was lined up out there, most of them young people, wasn't they? You ask her. And if you was a preacher, they would let you get, they'd give you come up a little bit quicker. I didn't know that. <laughs> but
but, uh, but we got in, and I've sat beside a preacher from Australia. He's an older man. I mean, those people come there, and when he, when he preached, he just preached, get sin. They'd come, repent, come get saved, and boy, I mean, they hit that altar. But to, for that to happen, somebody had been telling somebody what's going on. Somebody got excited. There's a work in that. I, if you ever played basketball, how many of you ever played ball, any kind of sports? Yeah, and we really get excited and really get going, boy, I mean, running. Whew, I'm telling you, good times, ain't it? But then when it's over with, what is it? You're tired. Why? Because you work. I mean, you've got to put some effort into it. And some of them say, well, when I, the older you get, the, well, the older you get, you might not do, do the running. But I've learned older people can get around better than young people sometimes. They, sometimes they're smarter, they've got more wisdom. Sometimes they know where to go without going doing all this other stuff, and they can pray. Your prayer words you got to have. There's work in praying, isn't it? Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm talking about when we come here to pray. I'm talking about you at home praying. I'll constantly, as you walk around praying, Lord, I mean, this thing just comes to you, just start praying for people. That, to me, that's work. It might not be to you all, but it is to me. I mean, it, 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 it really is. But it's building my faith up. And also, it, that's when revival comes. Also, it's going to help people when they do come. They're going to see the faith that you've got in the one that really You ain't got faith in Ricky, but you should have confidence in Ricky because he preaches the truth. Yes. I dream why he's a good pastor, and uh, he preaches the truth, but they're going to say you got, they got faith. you got faith in something other. It's one he's preaching about, or one he's saying is Jesus. And, man, they've got something there that I've never seen before. I, I'll be honest with you, that's how I was when I was lost. After I, got, after I come to church and got saved, I, I've never seen nothing like, especially after a, I got to a church that really was really had the faith. I mean, I, I was excited. I couldn't wait to get there. Have you ever been like that? Couldn't wait to get to church? Don't raise it like that because you got because somebody has had enough faith and works has, has told you about the things that have been going on. Now, there's work for that. You don't, do y'all like to work? Yeah. No. I don't. But you know what I like to do after I've been set, after it's retirement, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to quit. I can go more than I'm going to quit. But after the, after his retirement, I've sat in that house alone. I'm going to work a little bit. I tell you, I feel better getting out doing stuff. Since this frame broke up, I got out and I've done stuff. I don't need to, but I do it anyway. Just get out of the house because working, seeing the results, it makes me feel better. Just working. It makes me feel better when I'm working for the Lord and see the results of it. It makes me feel better. That, that's where the work's come in at. And then also when I'm at home and I'm working, she said, You've got we've got to get separated. We've been together too long in the same house. And I said, I, I'm going outside. She said, Where's your man cave? I said, I ain't never had a man cave. <laughs> I said, If you want one, you get one. I ain't going no cave. <laughs> but uh but I but I go out and I work and I do, I feel better and I, and now I think everybody does. Even though after you get so old that you can't do it, but it's about everybody can get out some and move. Don't y'all think so? Anybody, I know it's not 7:30, but that's all I've got. I could go more, but I, I, I think I, I think how many got the how many understand that you got the faith increases by the works. And the works is you say, well, wait, first work you got to know this: study, pray. I, I hated school. Did y'all hate school? I mean, I hate enough I didn't even finish it. I wish I had. I made a bad mistake. I'd go back and get it later. Thought I was smarter than they was. I thought I was. I was went down the wrong road, stayed down there for a long time, but I had to go back and get it. But the reason why I didn't like it, because I didn't like doing homework. Didn't like, they didn't want to listen to the teachers, nothing like that. 
because I had, knew I had to do things. It, you know, it was working learning. That's the same way this here. It's working the list too. But wouldn't I have been a lot smarter if I'd have went on? I, I might have made a professor. You never know. Can you, can you imagine me being a professor and inventing something big? Sheila said, boy, I wish you had a man. <laughs> but you learn. But what I'm saying is it's work, it's work when you really get into it. And a lot of people don't like doing it, but you got. But we have to. It ain't that you want to, but we have to. It's like I, when I worked for, worked for 37 years at SKL, I really didn't want to, but I had to. Why? Because I wanted to eat. I want my kids to eat. That's the same way here when you work here with the Bible, when you're reading. I read it because I want to eat. And I also want to be able to feed someone else, tell someone else about it. That's work in it, but you got to do it. And when you're doing that, before you know it, uh, you're going to see people born again kingdom of God. Not what you do, but it's because your faith that you do, that the work that it has put seed into their heart in the work. Amen? How many believe that? Oh, yeah. I mean, well, we'll see. <laughs> I always tell them, we'll see how many seeds we can sow, how many people can bring back. Anybody got anything on their heart before we leave? Anything you want to say? Go ahead, brother. Amen. Amen. And you know, uh, that come about Peter now, but when that happens, you're right. They was praying that he relieved. That's why we pray, but they didn't really think he would get released because they, they didn't put one, cut one of them's head off, and they didn't think he really would. But yeah, James, yeah, but they did. He did release them. And you think that built their faith up? Amen. Oh, of course it did. And see, that's that's what happens when you're praying. And then God and God sees that we need our faith filled up. And when somebody's going to be working, it might not be the ones you could be the one sitting on the very back one praying back there. It's going to build some. It'll build your faith. I tell you, when I see that, and I see someone safe, it builds my faith up. I tell you, when I see things happen, someone brought back to the Lord, it builds my faith up. Because I know that I'm, I'm telling you, uh, it'll do it. It'll do it. Anyone else? He was God. He knew, but but and he he did he done a lot of praying. Fast. Remember where the devil tempted him, and yeah, he done. And of course, he would get the devil with the word of God. But some things that we do, we got to pray and fast. And and the Bible says, build up your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Ghost, Lord. Pray. And when you're praying, I mean, just pray, Lord, just take over and help me pray. I, sometimes I don't know what to pray. Sometimes back I don't know what to pray. I just be still. You know, prayer not just all all just you talking. Prayer is when you listen to him. The prayer is a two-way thing. He talks to you and you talk to him. 
And that's what it builds your faith up. Because you, you felt, and that's, I've done the same thing. Even though, and one more thing, too, and you're talking about, I think it's Ezekiel, I think. Your blood ain't going to be on your hands. You've done all you're supposed to do. And then uh, what happens, that's left up to them. Once they had the opportunity, they've heard the word, and they ought to come. And, you know, that's on them instead of you. Anyone else before we leave? 